el Oscar. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. Yo, what's up? It's that time again. Tuesday night, 8-ish. We're coming live to you from Compton, California. Pigs. Z. Hard Z. Hard as Z. We have some special guests in today. Albert and Bruno from Feed Me Mezcal here to talk all mezcal, bro. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the Hell invitation. Yeah. Muchas gracias. Pleasure. What? Why mezcal? Because, you know, everyone was, has been starting to do, like, tequilas and the, all kinds of companies were coming out and what made you go for mezcal because i've heard of mezcal but i never really had it until it was brought to us and really? yeah and then now that's that's it man it, 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 it it's very different completely yeah well let me start off by you know thank you guys again for the invitation yeah. uh uh it's uh super exciting to be here man so i appreciate you guys uh, my background, my background is a uh, restaurant bar business, you know, so, Hell yeah. so that's kind of like where my, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm an expert by my knowledge for, for the spirits world, not only mezcal, but you know, in general kind of was refined, uh, if, if you were to say, but, um, I'm from a state in Mexico called Morelos, Cuernavaca, Morelos, which is neighbor by Puebla, uh, Michoacán, Guerrero you know, which are amazing mezcal states, you know, producing states. Mm -hmm. So th this was always in in in, uh, in the family, around the family. So mezcal just became a natural, you know, um, you know, decision for us to, to kind of venture into the mezcal world. Um, it's always been around the family after, you know, big family meals. Remember the, our parents, you know, after Abuelita cooked them nice big pozole or enchiladas, you know. And, and they were pouring it from the plastic jug, man, like, you know, bootleg almost, like no brand whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You know, the smoky notes. So it, it just became something that it was always around me personally. Mm -hmm. You know, so so mezcal became a, um, you know, a easy decision for us to kind of venture into, you know. So mezcal, it's always been, it's always been around. Yeah. Even longer than tequila, even before the tequila boom of, you know, the 1970s, 80s. So mezcal, uh, you know, it's 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 a very interesting spirit. Let's let's just say that, and that that's the reason that we kind of venture deep into, you know, rediscovering in ourselves in in, in this beautiful spirit. No, definitely. <laughs> and you talk about uh, restaurants and stuff. I used to go record the whole enchilada for K Rock, Kevin B Morning Show, yeah, yeah. at his restaurant in Fullerton. Oh, oh no shit! Way. Yeah, I got I got to wow. plug my place, man. Revolución Cantina in in downtown Fullerton. Yep. You know, 20, 21 years strong and, you know. And it, it's 21 been, years for a restaurant is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kitchen Arm, and it's been, a, it's been a crazy wild ride, to say the least. You know, we've been through generations of, um, you know, of customers that they're now, they have their own families. They met Absolutely. there, you know, they built a family, they met there, they got married. Now their kids are 10, 12, 13 years, man. It's crazy to even acknowledge that, you know, and, and, and much less surviving the restaurant industry it's just nuts man so we're uh, blessed 
A lot of babies were made. Revolution, man. After, after, after. I don't know about there, but no, 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 no. You know, it started there. It started there. Yeah, with a couple mezcals, and then you went home. Yeah, for sure. Oh, mezcal, mezcal. Back in the day, was was not around as as what it is now in the industry. You know, it's it's something that it's like I said, it's always been there, but it was always kind of like underground. You know, it was considered. Low quality spirit, you know, for borrachitos and teporochitos. Uh, El gusano. You know, you know the, the big marketing campaign that they, 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 it was launched in the U.S. with the gusano. Mm-hmm. You know, just t-shirts made, uh, like, oh, the gusano, the worm, you know, the famous worm in La Botella. So it, was, um, it, was, it wasn't definitely what it is now, yeah. you know. But, yeah, definitely blessed to be part of this industry and kind of refine my knowledge into what the, you know, the industry is now. It was fun. It's been fun. <laughs> so you guys took it, and where does your mezcal come from? Um, it's a crazy story, man. But, um, you know, the, the idea was already brewing before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that I always wanted to do. And, you know, not only for myself or Bruno, but for you guys, you know, for the rest of the world, that mm-hmm. COVID put a, a, a pause on life. Yeah. You know, so that was the moment when... When I reached out to to my homie here, it's like, hey, bro, this is this is what I got in mind, you know. Like, what do you think? You know, this is this is the guy that, that puts me on check, you know, for a lot of things. Well, this is my <laughs> boy since you know since fucking junior high, right? And and I wanted to play it safe, you know, because I'm familiar with industrial brands that I was selling, you know, the typically the brands that are coming from Mexico represent something from Mexico into the U.S., you know, mm-hmm. names, logos, brands, El Patron, El Caballito, El Cerrito, you know. But we grew up here, man. We grew up with fucking, you know, tattoos and lowriders and, and you know, and living in the hood and all that stuff. So we, we kind of brew a couple ideas until this marketing genius here, man. Like, bro, we got we to gotta fucking take a risk, leap of faith, and believe in what we're doing. Ah, that's what we do here. This oh, is kind of yeah. like what I have envisioned. So I'm like, all right. Hell yeah. Give me. I'm like, throw it at me. What's up? And, you know, we started chopping it up and... and at first Almost, he yeah. flinched. He was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I want to go that route. But I'm like, no, no, no. This is how you do it. Stick to it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, it's 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 a commercial brand, man. Believe it or not, it's it's a bottle that now it's, you know, it's it's sharing space with multi-million dollar companies. You know, I, I don't want to drop any names right now. Sure. Maybe maybe uh, after a couple of mezcales, uh, you start <laughs> sipping, you know, I got a little looser. But it's, it's a... Uh, it's 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 brands out there that spend millions and millions of dollars into marketing ideas, marketing budgets, you know, marketing campaigns, and, and to have something that it's you know from unknown people, which is us basically, just an idea that was genuine and, and unique and original, and now that we're sharing that shelf space with with brands that are owned by multi-million dollar companies, it's. it's it's surreal, man. It's it's crazy, but it's it's been a, a a fun ride. Yeah, sometimes it you know those brands are just brands. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm a mascot. That's what we are. Sure. When you get someone yeah. like yourself that comes, you're bringing a different angle, trying to bring it from some some somewhere oh, yeah. else. You know. We deal we deal with a word that <clears throat> we love, have a very love hate relationship with on this podcast, and that word is authentic. You know what I mean? Because it's almost yeah. an insult to tell us, oh, you're authentic. Like, what the f- Where it came from was at 
Lucha Vavu is exactly where, and someone told Steve like oh you're you're super like this is very authentic like you're super authentic he's like I'm just a Mexican from Orange County like don't tell me I'm authentic like I'm just this and this it's so I that's the word to use but it's like such a dirty word on this podcast yeah. but it's coming from an authentic place from like this is not yeah, this yeah. is not this didn't come out of some marketing executive's idea you know what I mean this didn't come from some suit guys came from real dudes that yeah. were like you know what we should do I have an idea let's make this shit happen you yeah know? or movie oh, stars no. that Homies. get together with right. like uh, athletes no. oh here I have money what should I do with it nah, nah, yeah, this yeah. Or, this Orange ask. County homies making it fucking happen that's you know right. what I mean like god ah, damn that's what we do it's, here there's no <laughs> movie star here or anything like that man it's guys that had a, a passion for mezcal and like you said it was something that you've always had around uh, growing up and it's something that you enjoyed. And then coming up with the just the angle. And you like you said, it's something that you lived. You lived the the lowrider lifestyle, the the neighborhood. You know, I, I've seen a lot of you know, go follow them on Instagram. You see the photos. I you're, see it, and you see the you know the the hoop earrings, the, the lowrider bikes. Your the whole guys' nine. branding is so fucking like all of it. Thank you, brother. Thank Merch you, on point. Like uh, social media on point. Like we as soon as we saw we started talking, I was like. These dudes know what's up. And it's important. And that was before it's we important. tasted. We didn't have a drive. No. We, that, that was without even tasting it. I'd be like, I support them. Oh, <laughs> and then we had it. And then that. we had it. And it was like, oh, ooh, what yeah, is cause it, it is important. Right it's important to come correct. And it's important to have, if you're going to have merch, have shit that people want to wear. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get some Mickey Mouse hat stuff, and it's like, oh, what's that, bro? And, you know, you don't want to wear it. But this, like, you know, the color scheme, the whole, you know, the whole thing, man. The All hand prayers. It. It, it's it's true to what you've been talking today. It's true to what you've been saying about growing up in, 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 in the barrio and, mm-hmm. and bringing that, that vibe to the drink that you grew up with. Uh, totally, man. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been fun, to say the least, man. You know, and, and all, these, all these ideas and... And branding, you know, it's it's all Bruno. You know, I we fight in in a way that, you know, we exchange ideas. Let's put it like sure. that. You know, and, 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 enthusiastically and, and, exchange and, ideas. And me being in the industry, you know, and 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 seeing brands, you know, because I get I get proposals by, you know, I, I've been in my business for 20, 25 years, twenty one years in this location, so you know, I get proposals from brands, you know, trying to sell me their tequilas and whiskeys and all that stuff, and and. Believe it or not, man, this branding has never been done in the industry. You know, it's never been done. And it's, like you say, it's unique. It's original. It's it's from the heart. You know, it's, it's something real. That, that real, I re, you know, I felt it and I lived <laughs> it and it's it's real, you know. It and represents us. It represents you know? us in a way, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's what, that's the idea behind it, that people out there, the education part is going to be one total different thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The mezcal industry, it's it's, like I said, it's always been there. But it's new in a way for the consumer, you know, because now not only do you have, a, you know, the, the, the original mezcal with the warm, like people were drinking back in the day. Now there's expectations for the palate and for the agaves and, you know, the different notes and all that. So, so you know, people are getting, getting educated when it comes to, to mezcal, you know. So we have to keep up not only with that trend, but still stick to what we believe in the branding has to be, Absolutely. you know. In the education part, and hopefully we can do a little education for you guys that's today. What, that's what, that's you know, what and, I and would <laughs> like. We want to convert everyone into mezcal drinkers. Yeah, you know? some people are afraid of it. Oh, I, bad experience. T- I, not I was in. So this was 
I was at I was in Austin, Texas, and we were at a walk-in restaurant. It's like a Moscow bar, mm -hmm. and like the whole back of the bar was just. And I was so intimidated mm. and knew nothing. Yeah. And it was so I didn't even end up drinking. And it was such like I knew I missed an opportunity, but I was I was intimidated. I was high. It's <laughs> but I was intimidated, and it's like I wish I knew what was going on so I could know, you know, how to do all that stuff. So it, I'm very excited it's about it. It's got its whole culture. Right. Like, Mescal has man. his own huge, culture. Huge, huge, huge. You it's... need to know the Maguez. You need to know how to drink it. Right. You know, all that stuff. And if someone doesn't teach that to you, you're going to have a very bad, bad experience. You're going to hate that shit. And you're going to be yeah. like, Mescal for me? Nah. The, well, you hear that with like you know every other spirit as well. You hear the people that have those horror stories because they didn't have someone to really let them know how and what to mix. What were the better products? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not gonna. We're not gonna get too technical and geeky about like, oh, this is <laughs> no. the only way to drink it. Mm -hmm. You know, when I mean, people ask me this often now that I'm doing this, you know, I'm, I'm traveling a lot more and and, and doing all this. Listen, man, it, when it comes to drinking it, you're going to drink it how you like it at yeah. the end, you know. Sip it, shoot it, cold with ice, with the drink, whatever. But the but the proper way, it's this, you know, and why, you know. Not only to experience the full expression of the agaves and, and the notes and all this. It's like, you know, it's like sipping an amazing whiskey, you know. You're not going to grab a 20-year-old whiskey and just pound it and shoot yeah. it. Because everyone that knows about whiskey, they're like, man, what the heck, you know, just happened here. And and with mezcal, you know, typically it's a high proof spirit. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be in the range of 42 ABV all the way to 58, 59. You know, and those those are dangerous. You know, if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> and you start pounding those, man, and burn your esophagus. It's man. gonna it's gonna knock you out, man. And that's maybe that's what I believe that most of the bad experiences with people yeah. had with mezcal back in the day. You know, because it was only low quality. I don't know if it was massively produced, but it wasn't as uh, refined as, uh, as what it is now. So people were chugging it and sipping it, not sipping it, like literally chugging it like, like tequila. Like tequila. You know? Mm -hmm. And and you, you're, you're, you're drinking a high-proof stuff. Yeah, you're playing with so, fire. So after maybe two, people were knocked out and like, F mezcal, man. Like, yeah. I had a horrible experience. And that's what typically happened in, in, in the mezcal world, that people were not properly educated and, yeah. and they had a bad experience and... You know, that experience resembles like, hell no, I'm not going to drink this shit anymore. It's horrible, you know? And I also think a lot of people don't understand that you have to get your really? palate, like, accustomed to it, correct? Because, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you're going to go right off and you're trying to think you can just start drinking it, you, you know, you have to get used to stuff. So just like going to a, a, to a fancy restaurant and sure. you're going to get some stuff that you've never had. Expect to, you know, hey, let me try it once and again just and keep a, going. Yeah, it's a little... see what happens right now. <laughs> yeah. I would say that uh, mezcal doesn't get you fucked up or drunk, man. It gets you magical, you know. It gives oh, you that, magical. That magical. Like magical here. Yeah. Uh, there's, um, do you remember what um, our, our, one of my, our maestro mezcaleros, Joaquin, mm -hmm. uh, down in Oaxaca, you know, we went there for... He had a little kickback because he was launching his new Palenque, which is the, the factory, the distillery. Mm -hmm. And he busted out, man, like a high-proof 58 Mexicano agave. It's, that's what it's called, the Mexicano. And that agave, man, gets you, like, it gives you, like, a buzz, almost like weed. I believe. I mean, Woo! I believe I was fucking, like. You were hallucinating. Like, almost, man. Like, yeah. it was weird. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't drunk. I wasn't, you know, stumbling. Because he kept coming, like, come on, let's go. Boom, boom. Like, just bringing out the bottle. And you get to a zone, you know, like, I'm, I'm not a weed smoker, you know. But I, I obviously, it, it's been around. So 
I knew that I was fucked up, <laughs> but I knew that I could still like, function. you know, function, function, function yeah. you know. And then everything was slow motion. I was like, man, it's like, yeah, this shit gives you like that bus feeling, you know? Yeah. And it gives you the magical feeling of... Uh, well, Fidel <laughs> Mescal doesn't have that yet. Okay, so... Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Wow. What do we have in front of you? I know there's different bottles than, than what we have here. Yeah. I'll let, I'll let Bruno um, take over this one. Oh, we, we, we got our Tawala right here. 100% Tawala. It's our Silver Medal Award winner. Who gave us a silver? The Bartender Spirits Awards. Um, oh. it's, uh, it's, a basically competition for the spirit industry that is judged by bartenders, bar owners, you know, um, people behind the bars. Okay. So basically it's not just a general consumer. It's people that know that the industry. industry. Sure. You know, they, they know, you know, they, they know how to run their programs and those are the ones that are judging it. So you what, know? what is the difference between these two and how many are there? <laughs> we got plenty, bro. We got plenty. So, I, I, you know, I correlate when I talk to people out there, and, mm -hmm. and Alberto's going to say his part, but I correlate it to wine. Oh, Mezcal shit. It's like wine. No kidding. You know, it's like there's the grapes, right? When you drink wine, you have your Melos, your Cabernet Sauvignons, or whatever. What you're naming is the grape that you're consuming. In Mezcal, that's what you're naming every time you see a name down here. That's the name of the, the agave that you're consuming. The maguey, the agave, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the difference between maybe the tequila industry and the mezcal industry. Typically, if you guys know or not know, uh, tequila can only be legally called tequila, but it has to be produced with only blue weber agave. Basically, tequila, not blue weber. So if, if you guys are down in Jalisco or make it down to tequila Jalisco, you guys see, you know, Hill after hill after hill, acres after acres of just that agave, you know, because the, the tequila industry is so massive, you know, yeah. that's the only one agave that you can legally make tequila with or, you know, call it tequila. And like Bruno said, with, with mezcales, there's, I, I, I don't I don't have an exact count because literally, literally any agave that you, you no know, shit. you see and it's not even, um, you know, named scientifically can be produced to be a, a, a mezcal. Most commonly used, it's the one our homie has over there, the Spadin. And the reason that it's uh, commonly used for mezcal production, it's the, the one that matures the fastest. You know, mm -hmm. typically six, seven, nine years, depends on the Maestro Mezcalero's preference. You know, that's typically the, the range. And it happens to be as a cousin species of uh, the Blue Weber, which is, you know, the, the agave used for tequila. So they're very similar in their shape and also the year that takes to mature. And very similar in their in their sugar content, which is called the bricks. Basically, as you guys all know, sugar turns into alcohol. Mm -hmm. So you know, um, espadín it's it's the one that it's most commonly used. Then you get into the more technical, you know, wild agaves, tobalas, ensambles. For instance, this is also we're super super happy to also bring you guys a special treat Ooh, of our shiny. of our ensamble uh, with espadín, the one homie has over there. And tobala mixed into one, basically one expression, oh, one blend. So ensamble means, you know, what it is to ensemble, you know, ensamblar, yeah. to blend, basically. And you can blend from two agaves. And we actually have one of uh, our mezcales in the Firme Familia. It's an ensambler or a blend with six agaves. So oh, it's going to give you, you know, a little bit of uh, the character of that specific agave. You know, the spiciness, the sweetness, the bitterness, the earthiness. So we blend it into one bottle. 
and it's gonna give you like a wild ride of fucking flavors, man. It's incredible. Right. Sounds like you're gonna get uberly drunk <laughs> off of two shots. Now, so these two are, we're super happy to, you know, bring them and share them with Hell you guys. Yeah, They're you. gonna stay here in your studio Ooh. for you guys to share with your homies and your guests and, nice. you know, Can't. super proud to say that these are silver medal winners recently yeah. in the, yeah. the famous, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. We, we got podium mezcal in That's here. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can we share one of the, I'm in, actually interested in Abs trying that, the, the blend yeah exactly. absolutely man absolutely well i saw the the artwork on the bag can you talk a little bit about that because i know that's a collaboration um since bruno is our, our branding and marketing director i'll let bruno handle that part well i don't know how far i should, I should go <laughs> with that but the initial idea was to always have a homie on the bag you know this is you recognize a bag you recognize sure. a bottle with the yeah. bag with the paper bag you know that's what we wanted to represent and then the initial idea, like Beto was saying, it's like, you know, let's not be let's let's not be mundane. Let's not do the same thing that everyone else is doing. Let's not put caballitos or whatever. Let's put a homie in the front, man. Let's put a homie in the front going like this. With a Charlie Brown shirt, you know? It's yeah. like everyone recognizes a Charlie Brown shirt, you know. It's iconic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, that was the idea. And then we started looking for artists. Like, who's going to draw this for us? We couldn't find artists, man. Nobody wants wanted to work with us. Well, new kids on the blog, you know. We're, yeah, we haven't sure. made a name for ourselves. Yeah. And, you know, people artists are, are very particular about, about their art and how they sell it and how are you going to use it. Right. They're like, protective, you know. They yeah. protect their, their, their integrity. Of, yeah. You know, their so, expression. But the found, did you find this on IG? I did, yeah. Some homie in, in, in Belgium. Fascinated by the Chicano culture. He's a two artist, dude. And... You know, all his tattoos are Chicano-looking stuff. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm telling this guy, I'm like, hey, I like that. Let's use that for the bag. Let's hit him up. Let's see if he's yeah, yeah, sell and, his. and I thought that this this cat was from maybe L.A. or East L.A. or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. right? You know, we're exchanging messages. And they're like, hey, man, can I come to your studio? And, you know, and maybe we can talk about <laughs> like, sure. the collab and stuff like that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, if you want. We're like, yeah. We're like, shoot me the address. Like, like. Bro, like I live in Belgium. Like, <laughs> like, like where's that? Like by Santa Ana or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's no, like yeah, it's like, like, like Europe. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait, and I, I started looking into the, the links on Instagram, and I was like, why? Why are you tattooing and why are you drawing? And you know, he's a, he does graffiti art and on murals and like literally everything that you see from uh, from you know his studio, it's, it's Chicano art. He drives a lowrider. He's you know bald and all that stuff. And and I swear that he was like from somewhere around here, man. And yeah. I was like, bro, like I want to meet meet you and you know talk business. What a compliment! The club, to him. Man. He's like, yeah. hell yeah, he's like, from there. And um, <laughs> no, we approach a lot. We're not gonna drop any names because they literally say no to us. Yeah. But we approach a lot of local artists, and you know they but, they didn't believe in the project, man. It's like sure. ah, they, they they wanted to do their own thing, you know. But you know, I think this is the epitome of what. What I'm, I was always trying to do is like the power of the Chicano look, dude. Everyone copies it. Everyone's familiar with it. People in Japan copy it. Yeah. You know, this dude in they Belgium, best. Italy, oh, you know, the lowrider culture. Everyone's copying right. it, man. And that's what I used to tell Beto. It's like, dude, this has so much power. We gotta utilize this, man. Yeah. Let's let's make it our own. But the, I, I think like you, like you were saying, like in Japan, they're like paying homage to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get down. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and they really. Oh, go bro, for the, it. the the Chicano culture in Japan, Asia, and China, Vietnam, mm -hmm. Vietnam, it's fucking yeah. nuts, man. Yeah, you know, they they have all these clubs, and it's just crazy. 
Yeah, growing up in the South Bay, it's like you knew if a car got stolen, it was on a uh, it was on a uh, container on its way to Japan. You know, <laughs> the lowrider got stolen. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, there's oh, your guy. That, thing, that thing's on its way to Japan. They ship yeah. it right away, <laughs> especially the nice ones. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, nice lowrider. Get nice. the fuck out of here. It's on. Okay. Oh yeah, they don't want no no rusted bucket. You know no. what I mean? Get out of here. Oh, there it is. I had a little red cup somewhere, Johnny. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're, you're good. You're good. Oh, okay, good. Oh, and you want to send it down? He's on the on no. antibiotics. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. send it to him? Oh, okay. Oh, I here, put it right here. Oh, I gave, oh, I gave oh, that to Johnny. So, Salucita, don't rush it. Let's sip it. Don't shoot it. So, this is, this, is where, this is where we are trying to change the education of, of Mezcal. You guys. You guys, obviously, I see almost an empty bottle of uh, yeah. spot in here, so you guys been doing it? So, so this this blend here, this ensemble, this blend, it's a uh, it's a sixty forty blend, sixty percent of That is delicious. Forty percent. It's a high proof, man. So if you guys are already kind of your palate is kind of used to that spot in that it's in the middle of the table, you know, it's a it's a low ABV, forty two percent. It's very approachable, you know, entry level mezcal drinkers. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know, introduce you to the spirit. This one here, man, this is the first two bottles that came into the Firme Familia, you know, portfolio, basically. <laughs> so the Espadine and this Ensemble. You guys are going to notice, you know, it's a high, higher proof. It's a 46. So it's going to have Ooh. a, it's, it's going to have a, that punch, you know, the, the, the AVV, the alcohol. Warm on the and that, definitely, man, that's going to come cool. from the Espadine, you know, it's higher sugar content. It's going to be a little bit more, you know, in your face. But once you let it kind of seal in your palate, two or three seconds, you know, let the tovala do its magic. Slowly, obviously, you know, sip it. And I guarantee you that your second, third, fourth <coughs> sip is going to be completely different, you know. Just got to acclimate your, your, your palate to what's coming. Absolutely. Like, I, I love, like, a nice scotch, nice whiskey. So, like, this, like, drink that, that, it reminds me of that, where it's like, you got to just... Sip it and let it sit. And what do you like? The more, mm-hmm. like on the back of your tongue, when you let it sit in there, it just gets better. I do not. Yeah. I like to take, you know, here's what I you take a little bit, try to spread it all around. <laughs> like, I don't want to take it straight down. I want it to be all over. No, my and mouth. this one, I don't, if you guys already took a sip, you'll feel it right in, in your belly. All right, right? That's when I get like yeah. nice and cozy and, and warm, right? <laughs> so that, that's part of our marketing branding. Is we tell people, sip it, don't shoot it, homie. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> remind people. We don't shoot anything around here. Yeah. Right? No. It, 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 yeah. I, and you know what? I've never really been um, just a straight kind of drinker, you know, like straight spirit. It's always been mixed or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, learning how to drink, it's, it's also something that you need to do. You know, it, Absolutely. You become a grown up when you're like, oh, that's just what that you mix that up because it's cheap and tastes terrible. Like, oh, when you get something nice, it tastes good, yeah. actually? Like, oh, I had no idea. I, I don't know if you guys are beer drinkers, you know, and but you, you pair it with a nice cold beer, you know, whatever your preference is. You know, you sip your your pisto, your, your chela, and then you, you know, chase it with a little sip of mezcal, and you go back and forth. Yeah. It's a pretty cool experience, man. You know, it really gives you that balance of fresh, cold, you know, brew, and then turn it down with a little mezcalito, you know, and it's, it's, it's you know, definitely works. Was, was this the stuff your grandma was serving right after dinner? Like, I hope that it wasn't this this quality. Let's just say, you know, <laughs> who knows where they're making it, man? And he came from a plastic jug, man. <laughs> it's good stuff, right there. That's yeah, good stuff, <laughs> man. And we're super, you know, super happy to, you know, to to be a, a, a silver, 
recipient of um, the, you know, the, the okay. this, yeah, this is huge, man. You know, the Bartender Spirits Award, it's judged by bartenders, you know. Sure. At the end. Your peers. At the end, the bartenders behind the bar are going to be the the best sales force that we eventually can attract, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to, if, if you have their trust and, and, and they believe in the product, they obviously judge it very high. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we believe that, you know, part of that, part of the whole scoring package, you know, has to do with. I forgot to send the bag, you know, uh, and also the box and things like that. I just literally send, I, I, I remove the bag and I put it in saran wrap and bubble wrap so it wouldn't break, you know. But I, I now I know that they judge you by packaging and, oh, and presentation sure. and also like, ah, crap, you know. Now I know. So I know that once we, you know, do the other expressions next year, we're going to do the whole box, man. We'll, you know, we'll package super neatly that we can send the whole package. Our message is going to be, you know, received. And at the end, they're going to score, you know, packaging, presentation, taste, notes, smell, you know. Oh, so and, we're, we're sipping on and, a gold medal. And, yeah, and right. definitely, man. I have, right, I, right. We have, we have that belief that, you know, you go gold, double gold. And I believe that once we understand the process of this and yeah. you know, we resubmitted the other, uh, you know, expressions that we have, we're going to come back with you know, something big, man, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're not cutting any corners, you know, in the whole production process. It's... You, look, if there is one thing that I can tell by everything that I've seen about you guys is there's no corners being cut. No. <laughs> like, this is, I would have bet money. There's no way, I would have been like 10 years. Like, how long has this company been around? 10 years is what I would have guessed. Oh, man, just based on... <laughs> Based on everything, that would have been my guess. So like, it feels yeah. like a long time, but yeah, <laughs> yeah it yeah. feels like twenty. <laughs> feels like we've been around twenty years. No, because you have the bottles are different. They have a great look to them. You know, even the cups that they sent, All the little uh, veladoras. Um, yeah, man, everything. And that, you know, what when you have the present, because most people like they say that you eat with your eyes first, mm-hmm. and sure. then you smell, and then when you get something like this, like it makes you feel like even. Like you said, you makes you feel like the guy in the bag. Like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> that's the idea. You know, like, I, I, makes yeah. you feel fear, man. Absolutely. Bruno has a story about uh, um, someone that he met uh, at an event on oh, over the weekend. Recently, man. And he called me. I was like, bro, this is, you know, we're on the right track, and this is why. I'll go tell, tell the story about the homie that Dude, I was setting approached. up at an event, right? I'm setting up the booth, you know, getting ready for, to do my thing or whatever. And people are approaching me. It was a, a, a an influencer for uh, event for the Chicano Hollywood uh, app. Oh, so you know, people are talking to me. I'm not serving drinks yet, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And I just see this this guy in the back, man. And he's like, oh, he's telling his homies like, oh, I just bought a bottle. That's Vitamin Mezcal. I just bought a bottle at the liquor store. And I'm like, you know, this guy's talking to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm listening to that dude, you know, because oh, that's yeah. that's yeah, the loyal customer yeah, right yeah. there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I just bought this bottle, dude. And, and he started telling his homies verbatim the marketing, you know, that I all this <laughs> stuff. Sure. And I'm like, <gasps> he knew the branding. He knew the, yeah. he knew the message behind yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh, and he was leaving. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, come over here, dude. No, come, come over here. Come over here. Come over here. Hey, I overheard what you were saying, dude. Boom. And I started giving them hats and <laughs> bandanas yeah. and everything. I'm like, So you got hey. hooked up with all the, all the merch. Yeah. 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 Dude, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you know we connected, man. We connected. I really appreciated that. Very interesting. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, where exactly can we find these bottles out in the wild? Where can we go buy them? Um, I mean, just where are we at in Compton, man. Uh, Licorama, um, in, in Paramount, uh, Emilio's Warehouse. 
Okay. Down the street, 91 in Lakewood. It's not it's not too far from here. Uh, tomorrow, actually Thursday, I'm going to be paying a, a revisit to uh, the famous Ramirez Liquor. Um, they have, you know, a few locations, but I'll be... I'll be with uh, with the cats from uh, Emo Brown. Okay. Uh, and he'll, he's going to be delivering the pistol from Fool's Gone Wild. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's going to give me the personal networking introduction. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, get into Ramirez very soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, we have so many liquor stores just to, you know, remember all of them. But yeah. Orange, South Orange County, uh, uh, Wine and More. How does Licorama, it work? Um, How does it work? <laughs> like getting your bottles out into, out into the world, getting the, getting the, expanding the brand. Most I important, mean, go to the website, you know, oh, you, com, you know, it's we we'll ship it out to you. Oh, we we'll, we'll ship nationwide. Get out of here. That's yeah, the, the biggest and most important. We're we talk can, about liquor stores. Tell us the website. Locally, yeah, yeah, locally, <laughs> yeah, locally, we have a, a lot of liquor stores, a lot of restaurants, sure. but. You know, you know, we can, we can definitely ship, <laughs> .com, you know, we can definitely you, ship it out to you. But you know what also helps if if you are a fan and you enjoy it, you can go to the store and ask for it, dude. And that's Hell what we yeah. need. We need mm -hmm. the consumer to start asking for our product. It's huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. Go Local to, bartenders. Go to um, Norge, go to Superior or whatever market store you have. stores, yeah. Yeah. And ask for it. And so, you know, our name starts being it starts popping up and it creates this buzz and, this, and this hype. Yeah, we have and, we had a few accounts reach out to us on social media and send us emails like, hey, uh, I had a customer request, yeah. you know, your product. Uh, who's your distributor? And then we kind of like, oh, you know, it's this, 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 this is the process. Cool. Um, you know, can you come down and, you know, send us a couple cases? Like, cool. You know, that's that's usually the best grassroots marketing that we can yeah. do. And uh, what do you call it? The gorilla. Gorilla marketing. Gorilla marketing. Market, that's man. how you, you know, do like, it. Yeah, know, my, my uh, business partner Brad, he lives out in Hermosa, and his buddy was part of the whole Rockstar Energy Drink. Mm -hmm. And what they did was go to every liquor store and be like, "Hey, do you have an energy drink, Rockstar?" They're like, "Nah," but we have this. Like, "Nah," and they would walk out. Yeah. They knew they didn't have it there. Yeah. Right? But they would all walk out, yeah, and they're like, "Who the hell is this? Well, what the hell is Rockstar? What the hell's going on with this?" <laughs> and it just it came up, and that and that's in anything though, because even like back in the day at K Rock. Um, sublime people would call in and people were like who the hell is this band mm. everyone's calling in everyone's calling in i mean they became super super famous world famous that's <laughs> how you start and it was exactly. just their friends it was people yeah it was just their friends it was calling just in and like, over and over again. hey can you yeah. play sublime like, yeah heck are these guys yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. and the but same thing with freedom of the sky you yeah. got to go in guys you got to go in yeah. ask for it. it even if you know they don't have it it's going to get in their Drop ear the name. and yeah. it's going to be like mm -hmm. oh what is that yeah we open we open quite a few of accounts just with that approach. Yeah. And that's something that we intended to do. It just happened by accident, by people mm -hmm. asking for it, yeah. you know? And then next thing you know, we're getting an order on email and requesting distribution. So, you know, we're super happy to have a distribution already in three states. Oh, nice. Hell you know, yeah. for the for the length what are the of time. Three states? Um, Arizona, Nevada, and obviously California, man. Sure. You know, oh, it's top, top. Expanding out. Expanding out yeah. with east. <laughs> and, and for the for the length of time that we've been around and you know, the new players in, in the Mezcal world, you know. Saturated uh, world. Three big saturated yeah. Mezcal industry right now, even more than when we started, you know? Yeah. Within that time frame, I would easily guess that, you know, over a hundred brands. Oh, lunch wow. since we started everyone's got mezcal and it's kind of like we talked about it. it's going to be the bubble you know the the mezcal sure. industry right now and if you if you're set and you had a game plan and you got in be before yeah we're still here man and we're, yeah. we're growing you know and i seen uh, we, we talked about a brand earlier before we got on you know that usually it's a trendy 
celebrity owned and they have the marketing budget behind it, but they don't have a plan, you know, a growth yeah. plan, a distribution plan, depletion, you know, plan. And yeah, they're gonna they're gonna sell a lot because of who the person is. But what, what's after that? You know, what's what's the plan? Short yeah. money, you know. Yeah. And and for us to be distributed in in three states in in this length of time, it's surreal, man. It's it's nuts. Congratulations. You know, yeah. thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank, sure. you, thank you, man. Yeah, I've had people reach out to me after I posted it on on our thing or my personal one. Like, hey, where can I get that, bro? I drink mezcal. When did you start drinking this <laughs> But then I'm like, yeah, check it out, man. Go for it. You know, and they say, how did it taste? I go, well, we drink it on the show, and we're almost done with the bottle. So yeah. that should tell you a lot. That and it's, tell you it's a lot. still, and as saturated as the market may be, I really feel like there's still a lot of room for, like, the general consumer. Mm-hmm. And I, Sorry. like, feel like I want to have a party now and have, like, a mezcal party. And I feel like I know something cool. That they don't know. It's like, oh, let me. T- yeah. Oh, you guys don't know about Mescal? Oh, let me tell you guys. What's and let up. me show you how to drink yeah. it. Let me shoot exactly. it. Exactly. I feel like Sip I feel it. like we're still ahead of the <laughs> ahead of the curve out here. And remember who taught you that? That's right. hundred percent. You think I'm not going to tell the story? Of course right. I'm going to tell the story. Hey man, we. I mean, I know someone that owns a bar that we can do a like, West oh. Coast pop lock Mescal. Yeah, I'm like, yo. oh, you know, Fear Me Mescal. Oh, you don't yeah. know the sponsor of my podcast? What? Oh, sorry, you heard my podcast, West Coast Pop Lock podcast. Oh, sorry. That's the idea. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. But that's awesome, man, to, to have you guys in here and talking about this. Uh, earlier someone t- in the day, someone was like, so what is your podcast about? And I go, well, the podcast is just bringing on people that are, that are you know, uh, trying to do. That are doing yeah, it. That, 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 are, that are actually pushing towards a dream, a vision. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there's plenty of us out there that have the ambition to want to start something. The ambition to, I have this dream that I want to reach. An idea. An idea. But when you hear people come on here and say, hey, look, we were scared. Hey, he he, he was like, hey, you know, Alberto was like, I don't know about that. But we took the leap and now look where we're at. Three states all over the place. You got people drinking it. I mean, it looks awesome. And you know, no, it's I mean, to to, you know, one of the biggest markets that we have, it's it's Phoenix, Tucson, Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Vegas is kicking ass, man, like huge. And for me to do my market visits, you know, to support the distributors out there, the salespeople. And and they introduced me like, oh, this is the brand owner. That, 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 that feels pretty good, you know, yeah, yeah. first of all. But, you know, I'm walking in there as a regular customer to any any bar. You know, and then all of a sudden I see I see our bottle up there, man. You know, like sharing the space with all these brands. I'm like, man, what the heck? This is it's really happening, you know? Hell yeah! And 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 we went in the middle of COVID. We came back from Oaxaca with COVID, you know, from the airplane. <laughs> we uh, we, well, let me let me stop there and give a huge shout out to hopefully you know our maestro mezcalero Joaquin down in Oaxaca. He speaks English actually. He was deported by you know Jorge. Oh, Jorge. Yeah, he lived here, Jorge. man. So it's a young mezcalero, young generation mezcalero, you know, open to change, open to new ideas, obviously sticking to the to the proper and, and cultural and, you know, history of mezcal, you know, mm-hmm. but opening up to new ideas, new adventures, obviously with us. Um, super cool guy, man. Like, you know, he speaks English. Uh, he speaks the native language, Zapoteco. Native people, man. Uh, he's a Oaxaca. singer in the band, mm-hmm. and he's a badass maestro mezcalero, man. And, you know, big shout out to Jorge Aron, our homeboy, Joaquin, and, um, you know, uh, my brother, uh, 
Danny, Daniel Ochoa, down in Guadalajara, holding down the, the fort. You know, basically he's the boots on the ground, um, you know, managing all the all the legalities in the Mexico part, you know, mm-hmm. permits here, permits there, buying the bottles, you know, sending the, the labels for production, receiving the bottle, shipping them out, all the logistic part of it. My brother's got it down, man. You know, we're Hell super yeah. super proud to build that team, obviously, with Bruno on the side. And, you know, it takes it, it takes a village, like, literally. It takes oh, yeah. a whole barrio, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to do something absolutely. like this, man. And it's yeah. been a wild ride. We have some stories out there where, you know, we were doing the trips to Oaxaca, not knowing anyone, you know. We connected with this old guy that basically did the introduction to different families, mezcaleras, because we were doing the, <clears throat> the research to find a, a maestro mezcalero. Mm-hmm. You know, he would, um, I would pay for his flight, play, pay for his hotel, and we, he would pick us up at the, at the airport in Oaxaca. Turns out that he kept the money because he was uh, actually taking the bus, you know. He never got the, the flight, you know. <laughs> so he was smart about it, you know. Hell he was yeah. hustling me on the side, man. Yeah. And he would, a uh, cool guy, man. He, he, he picked us up at the airport, take us to the hotel, and then the next day the grind will start and drive to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Not knowing anyone, like literally in the Sierra and in, 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 in las montañas, you know, you know, just knocking on doors and we see smoke, you know, like, oh, they're probably cooking agave, you know, most likely. So we we'll get off and like, hey, buenas tardes, andamos buscando si nos venden mezcal, if you guys would sell mezcal, you know, and, and, and produce it for us. You know, we, we see all these OG, you know, dudes, man, like, you know, what the fuck are these guys doing here? You know, like, Hell all right, yeah. thank you guys, buenas tardes, and hop in the car and up to the next and to the yeah. next. Until we ended up with uh, with this, you know, maestros and, and, and team that we, we were currently working. And we, we clicked right away, you know. We clicked right away. You know, they were super down to earth, first of all. And, you know, Madre, Portano, you know, they're right away, start sipping mezcal, inviting us to, you know, the launch of their new palenques, distilleries. And we told them, like, I, I think these are the guys, you know, it's time to sober up maybe tomorrow and then talk business, you know. <laughs> Because, um, I mean, we, we had, a, man, and during that research, I think that I had the most mezcal that I had in, in the last 10, 20 years, man. You, you know, all flavors and yeah, notes and agaves. Yeah. Even, even, even mezcal with wheat in it. Oh, you sure. know, the, the, the moñitos, the, the yeah. butts, soaking in this big five-gallon, you know, big old drums with, I don't know, pounds of wheat in it. The mezcal was already green. So that was really magical, man. You know, that was wild. And we're sipping it. It's like, hey, we can also make this. Like, no, no, I can't, I can't export this, man. You know, it's not, it's not legal. But maybe in the future, you never know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all this research was, you know, it's part of the journey, man. You know, it was part of the journey. And, and now we're here in the U.S., you know, distributed in three states. It's, it's, been, it's been fun. You got a fan right here, Raul uh, Gonzalez, who found it in the city of Cyprus. Yeah, Oscar wants oh, to know. If <laughs> Oscar missed the saying, go to the website. Yeah, he's on the website, bro. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, he, he, he said he needs a uh, Tobalo. Tobala? Tobala, okay. Okay. What's this one? Black bottle. You guys go, to, one go to the website, bro. <laughs> you guys got to try this one next, man. Next, yeah, yeah. Well, let me know when you guys are done. Still sipping on the on the first one, right? Yeah. yeah. So so Tobala, Tobala, it's a they, they you know the legends you know say that Tobala used to be the the elixir of the gods. You know the the Tobala was the agave that the Aztec gods or who that god might be would prefer. And me personally, that's kind of like the agave plant or the the maguey that I personally kind of you know venture for. That's why you'll find it in in our blend here. Uh, Tobala, obviously, it's in here. 
We have 100% Tobala, and uh, we also have the Ensemble with six agaves. You can see it on the website. It's a blue label, uh, and you have a little bit of Tobala in there too, you know, because I personally, that's what I, I, I drink. It doesn't matter what brand. If I'm at a bar, restaurant, and, you know, they don't have Firme yet, um, you know, whatever brand might be, if I see a Tobala, that's what I, I personally prefer. And what do you do when you drink it? You're like, ah, come on, bro. Believe it or not, it's not I, I, I got into that kind of like, I'm judging others now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Of course. And most likely, yeah. other brands are judging us. You know. Oh yeah, of <laughs> that's how it goes. You know, there's a, there's a lot of. I, I know Bruno's not gonna hate this shit, man. But there's a lot of gatekeepers out there, man. That, oh, of course. That are you know, super protective of this whole, this whole industry and culture, culture, and you know, mezcal like culture. I'm the police agave, yeah. you know, and I'm the mezcal police, and like, oh, yeah, like they love to make themselves around. known too. They come around. Like, yeah, man. All of a sudden, everyone's an expert in the, in, you know, in the field. And I don't think that you you will ever be fully, you know, <laughs> expert in this field. Sure. Because there's always something new. You know, the maestros mezcaleros will always have something new to show you. Yeah. You know, maybe cut a day in the cooking pro process or maybe add three days. You know, maybe give you the more smoky because you cooked it more. Now in the fermentation process, you know, maybe cut it two days instead of five, you know. So that's where the Maestro Mezcalero personal touch, like a winemaker, yeah, you know, exactly. it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you. Yeah. And that's the beauty that this guy, Jorge, was open, you know, to, to let me kind of like do my own little thing, you know, like, hey, yeah. Maestro, I love Tobala, let's do this blend. You know, let's, let's, let's not have the juices separated and, and blended, let's, let's cook them together, you know, let's do this, let's do that, let's add more Tobala because I prefer Tobala. He was like, whatever you want, man. You're like, let's try it. And if it doesn't work out and if it doesn't, you know, feel right, we'll do it we'll again. Do it again. Yeah. And so you feel That's like cool. and so you feel it's ready. And and Espadin and this one was the first two products that we started with um, you know, for a while, right? And before we launched mm -hmm. the other three. How long was the process from beginning to where you're like, this is it? From legalities, paperwork, all that stuff, or from for production? No, I mean for the trying the blends. When you're like, I'm in, I'm gonna start trying oh, them until you like where you lock it. Yeah, over a year. Yeah, yeah. And then it takes literally a, a whole month just to produce one batch. You know? Yeah. There's there's brands out there that they're being commercialized, like like the tequila industry. You know? There's uh there's this thing about mezcal in the U.S. consumer. We're like, oh, I don't like smoky stuff. You know, it's too smoky or is tequila's smoky cousin. Like, if they only knew that tequila, you know, it is what it is now. Recently, mezcal has been there longer, you know. All, all tequilas are mezcales, but not all mezcales are tequilas, right. you know. that's what I was getting, that's you what know? I was gathering earlier. It's like, oh, so. That's how it started, you yeah. know. Once, once the aging process and the barrels and French oak and all this and that, the agave, now it's, now it's picking up that, that note from the barrel, you know, the, the, the oakiness and, the aging of the, you know, in, in sherry wine barrels, all that stuff. So it's not only agave that you're tasting. Now you're picking up something else. The beauty with uh, mezcal is there's, there's brands out there that are actually aging this stuff too. But we prefer to do it whole. You know, three ingredients. Agave, water, and yeast. That's it. Woo. Nothing else. You know, there's no aging. There's no barrel. There's no wood touching it where it's going to give you that color and that smell and that note. You know? And that's the beauty, you know, that we, we have a, a, a real product out there that we're not, you know, cutting corners and, and you know, industrializing. It's, it's sure artesanal, hecho a mano, small batch, takes a month to produce it. Not only, not only the, 
the agave plants, you know, growing in the, in the sunny hills of Oaxaca, you know, with, for 18 years, 20 years. You know, that's going to give you just, just, just to put that in perspective that that plant, that agave, it's been sitting somewhere on the hill, you know, soaking up the Oaxacan rays in the rich soil for 15 years, man, you know. And, and to go and drive up there two hours, literally, in a slow-moving truck and jimarlo, you know, cortarlo, pull it, pull it out of the ground, bring it down to your palenque. Not only that, but 13 tons of it, you know. Yeah. And bring it down and slowly, you know, put them in your palenque and split them in half. That thing is it's ridiculous, man. Like, and, and once you have that product there... Now you got to cook it. You know, it's a conical oven. It's an underground pit, like almost cooking like barbacoa. You know, it's a big hole in the wall with, with you know, firewood in the center, uh, lava rocks that you light up. You know, they, they turn bright red. And now the cooking process starts. You got to cook it for, you know, that's where the Maestro Mezcaleros can. Six, five, seven days, depends on the on the final decision. You know, let it cook. Let it, let it chill. Let it cool down. Now you start to, you know, do the extraction process, the tajona. We use we use a, a two-ton tajona stone pulled by a horse, you know, to really <laughs> extract all the sugars, the fibers of the cooked agave. Wheel this is real, this is real shit, man. Real horse power yeah. yeah. went into that. this. A rock hey, dragged by a horse. I know <laughs> that. Feed me mezcal is keeping it to the roots of mezcal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The roots. I know yeah. it's, it's all geeky, like geeky, you know, I'm technical sobbing, but yeah, it's just man. fucking Those incredible. Are out making their shit with robots and all nonsense. <laughs> we got a rock pulled by a horse, man. That's right. You know, and, 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 and that's what makes it authentic. That's what gives it that that the 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 real the realness Artisanal, to it. You know, what I mean? you know, like it's like LA, bro. Like you know, out here tacos are one thing, but when people started doing the handmade tortillas, right. making it like takes you know, it to a new like level, home, right? Yeah. And when you keep it real, you know, just buying something out of the store and doing it, nah. Oh, let's go to that spot. Then Are you going to the taco truck and you see him, like, get the, uh, the tortillas out of the bag? No. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> like, are you kidding yeah, me? You, you keep I'm stepping. At, and there's two? Like, I'm out of here. Get yeah. out. I'm, I'm done with this place. So, you know, if you miss keeping it, like, real, keeping it, like, you know, I don't want to say old school, but just keeping it true Look to it. the roots. True. Traditional. Traditional. Traditional, Traditional. Traditional. man. Yeah, you know, sticking to the culture of the mezcal yeah. culture, what Wait, it, what but not, really but not fearing the ability to expand in time, in you know, flavoring, mixing, it's an experiment. You know what I'm saying that's that's no, a no, good it's part. Sticking, it's sticking to what you know, traditional mezcal has to be. Yeah, you know, I was explaining earlier the cooking, the smashing yeah. with the tajona. Now you get into the fermenting. You know, you ferment it in, in open tubs, naturally, natural yeast in the air, nothing added. It's natural in the air. Um, now it's fermented for you know five, six, seven days, depends on the on, on, on the on the final product you want. After that, distill it for another couple days, you know. So you're already in day 20, you know, of the whole production process. Yeah. Once you go through the f- first distillation, you gotta clean the still, dump the mezcal back in it, second distillation, you know. Now you gotta rectify what's your ABV, you add the water to you know to blend it and things like that. Now you're already 25 days in. Now you got to get it certified to be called a mezcal to get this little sticker here that will legally, you know, be able to call it a mezcal. It's by the CRM, you know, Consejo Regulador del Mezcal. So now we got to take samples to the lab, you know, to be certified. You're already, you're already on day 28, you know, for the whole process. Now where you finally get approved to and be certified, now you got to bottle it. You got to filter it. You got to bottle it. And most important, man, every label... Every sticker, every security tag that you see in the bottle is handmade, you know. 
it's 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 put on by 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 hands, not machines. You know, that could be a couple hundred bottles, or that could be a couple thousand bottles. Each single bottle would be hand labeled. You know, Damn. and you know we're empowering our people. You know, we're 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 doing the best to provide jobs to to our people, and and you know not only in the Palenque, but the ladies that bottle it and label it, and you know, and 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 everyone trying to take their their fair share yeah. of this whole process. That's you know, important. it's it's crazy to say that because someone always asks me, why do you still pay your bills through the mail? Like I write checks and send them through the mail. You do? Yeah. What the hell? Because you that guy's checks? gonna lose. That guy's gonna lose his job yeah. sooner or later. Oh, sooner or later, I won't be able to do that anymore. Yeah. So they're losing their job. So when you have these big companies doing the same thing and like a machine's labeling everything, that's a job gone. Yeah. And these guys right here are keeping it, keeping mm-hmm. the, keeping these people still employed. Yeah. And being able to to go home and, and feed themselves and, and do that kind of stuff. Horse that's why I do that. Too. Yeah. You know, the horse yeah. has a job. The yeah, horse got <laughs> even the horse got dragged with rocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we ended up uh, we ended up ended up investing in a second horse you know, just to give up with a little. <laughs> there you go, bro. A little, <laughs> there you go. so good. We got two horses. The best story I've ever <laughs> That's, heard. I yeah, keep it up, man. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, yeah. So one rock and two horses, or two two horses, man. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Same dude. rock. And uh, her name is the Teresita, the the, the, the original, original horse. The original horse. She's still working, man. She's still grinding. <laughs> Literally, she's still grinding. She's still grinding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Teresita. Big shout outs to Teresita, our horse down in Oaxaca. And uh, I made a promise to I made a promise to my little girl Daniela that um, I would get her a horse eventually. You know, unfortunately, I bought her a horse, but it's down in Oaxaca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's doing work. We need and some merch with the horse. On I was about to say that. Oh, dude, yeah, need to get Teresita on the fear yeah. background yeah. Yeah. silhouette. This is all because of her. Heck yeah, or the rock. Ooh, get the rock on. Let there. me ask something that might be not too kosher. Is there anything you can mix it with that would be okay, or it's just that's not a don't a no do? Listen, uh, like I said before, man, like there's no right or wrong way to, mm-hmm. for you personally to enjoy it how you like it. Traditionally, mezcal drinkers are gonna sip it. You know, they're okay. gonna enjoy the full expression. Okay. But in in the industry now, it's common. You know, it's very common to mostly for the U.S. consumer. You know that now you're doing a mezcalita instead of margarita with tequila. Now you substitute it with mezcal. You know, it's, I guarantee you, man, it's going to take that mezcalita or that margarita to the next level. Mm-hmm. Simply by adding mezcal. I kid you not, man. It's proven. And then it's going to come to your personal uh, personal preference. Yeah. You know? Like, how, however, you want to add an ice cube, enjoy it. You want to freeze the bottle, enjoy it. But if you were to ask me, like, this is the way to do it, you know. Yeah. And this then, is the proper way. This is the proper way. This yeah. is the, 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 you know. The, this is what it was intended. Done, intended, to, you know? intended to be this way. So. You know, it's, it's very common. Our Espadín, it's doing amazing in the market in, in you know, high-volume bars where, you know, like I said, Phoenix, it's, uh, I would think that California would be the, the number one market for us, but Phoenix, it's it's really kicking ass in their mezcal game, man. Like, people are consuming, I would say, more mezcal than tequila. I might be wrong, but it, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Every bar that I've been down in, in Phoenix, they have a mezcal, and, and we're, we're super excited to be almost you know, making a dent in the industry. You walk into Phoenix and you find Firme and you know, and it's that that means that people are consuming it, they're 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 drinking it, they're you know, they're giving it a chance. And if it's Firme, even better, you know, yeah. even better, man. And and most of it it's, you know, in, in drinks and cocktails and 
old fashions and that's what you know, I was trying like that, to man. look up what the drink oh, I had old fashioned. Old fashioned. and I had mm-hmm. an old fashioned with Moscato and it was I love Oaxaca I love old fashioned and then with that one it was fucking it was it was believe nice. it or not I would not recommend it but people do it and bars do it and bar programs do it because they want to offer their customers you know a higher yeah. end cocktail and our Havali it retails for $120 the triple distilled wild Havali about 18 years for the agave plant to grow you know it's a very complex triple distillation it's nuts and we have a bar in phoenix that they do like a like an old-fashioned a corn they add a corn liqueur no they're charging 20 bucks for it but people order it you yeah know? And, and it gives you the like the wow factor like you're drinking an old-fashioned with a big fat ice cube and you know and then probably it takes it to like pff, a different level man and i've seen a lot of bars for instance Cafe Sevilla, it's one of our good customers in San Diego, Costa Mesa. I think Lambish, they also have it. They actually use this. They use our ensemble. They don't, they don't buy nothing else out of the five expressions. They only buy our ensemble and they use it in a Negroni. You know, high-end cocktail. They charge also $17, $18 for it. And people consume it. People yeah. drink it. You know, people really love, enjoy their cocktails. You know, so you know, for us, whatever way that you want to enjoy it, we're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps just purchase. Yeah, keep buying it, bro. You, so do you guys, however you you guys want. ready for the for the other one? Yeah. 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 Awesome, awesome. So, like we mentioned before, this is our 100 percent uh wild tobala. This is the highest proof that we have so far in the family. Wait, more than the other ones combined? More, more. Oh, this what is, the fuck? So I'm about to make some bad decisions. This tonight. is a, this is a 47 ABV. This is the highest proof that we have so far. Uh we do have a a very special limited edition Dia de los Muertos coming. It's already in TJ, actually. It's already in TJ, ready to cross the border. That's gonna be <laughs> a, a 48. That will be the highest ABV that we have so far in the in the in in in, in our Firme Familia. So this is a hundred percent wild tobala, 47 ABV. Uh tobala, it's a very you know exquisite Ooh. agave. This is your preferred. <laughs> this is my preferred. Yeah. This one's your. That one's mine. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tell my cousin. He owns a bar in uh, Culver City called so, the yeah, Alley. Yeah, we gotta get it in. Gotta there. get it in there. This one's mine, I think. Sorry for being a burro and serving me first. Oh no, it's all good. Man. This smells like my twenties. Let's see what this. So you'll feel. You feel the warmth of the high ABV, the high alcohol content, right away in your in your in your throat. <clears throat> kind of let let it sit, let it sit in your in your palate, you know, two or three seconds. You're gonna feel a little bit more tingly, a little more bite in the tongue. Obviously, the, that's the high alcohol. But you know, the 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 nose. This one, this super one doesn't fruity, see, super fresh. Yeah, it doesn't seem as uh, doesn't seem as um, the <clears throat> other one had more bite to it. That's the spadine. Yeah, that's the spadine. That's yeah. a, a big. Um, you know, uh, th- th- this could be even more dangerous because it doesn't. Yeah, the like, smells oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. yeah, this is a little bit more. Yeah, it doesn't have that crazy like kick to the balls right off the bat. Yeah. Like, no, this is a little bit more, uh, more smoother, s- more subtle, more yeah, smooth. more smoother. Yeah. Even though it's smoother, it's 47. I, right, but, but if it almost feels like it's it's sweeter, smoother because of tobala. That's just the you know the the full expression of the agave plant. Tobala will give you that. You the know, sweetness is in there for the sure. The sweetness, yeah. Oh yeah. For me, for my palate, um, I I almost catch a little bit of a like butterscotch, you know, a little vanilla ish, you know, like you know, fresh greens, like fresh cut grass, kind of like that's what my palate 
resembles, you know. Um, super sweet, like you said, definitely sweet on the on the end palate. Yeah. So you'll get a little like for me, like a little vanilla butterscottish kind of note. What yeah. are all these little guys uh, around the F in the logo? Show it in the camera, Johnny. Oh, sorry. Because we don't know what you're talking about. That's the F old English. Yeah. yeah, 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 but I mean these little guys all around here. Uh, the little ones. Oh, around, around the... Yeah. Around the, the are those things or are they just shapes? So... Those agave plants. They're agave. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, they're agave plants. And on the side, that's the piñas. Ooh. That's the agave when it's cut down before it gets la cut. La penca. La penca of the agave. My gate's already been cut. Yeah. And then the shape is going to resemble la piña. You know? Yeah, pineapple. Oh. Pineapple. I just so, came back from Guanajuato not too long ago, and I saw a lot of agave out there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, planted everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think Guanajuato is one of the states that you can yeah. miss Cal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, it, was, it was everywhere, bro. I was like, dang. But yeah, yeah, man. Probably Cupeatra. Um, that's very common in Guerrero, the Puebla region. Mm-hmm. Definitely Guerrero. Cupeatra is also a very special agave. Um, we haven't made anything with it yet. Because it's uh, it's agave that is very specific to that region, mm-hmm. you know, like grapes, like the, their terroirs. It's mostly like in the Guerrero Sierra area. Yeah. And uh, Cuprata, it's also very very unique, man. When it comes to the with the profile of the notes, right away mezcaleros and like oh that's a Cuprata, you know, it's, it gives you that funky, you know, yeah. cheesy almost kind of weird taste. <clears throat> very 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 specific to that agave to yeah. that region, yeah. What do you guys think about this one? It's no, a little more like warm, it. huh? Más calientito, huh? Yeah. yeah. It is, but it doesn't, it's not, like, that one, you know, you could, it had a more bite. This mm-hmm. one is just, and like you said, it's probably, it is stronger, yeah, but it doesn't have that. It. Yeah, yeah. We are already. Yeah. Or maybe I'm already yeah, buzzed, bro. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> no, I think that your palate, no, no. you guys' palate, you guys been drinking espadín, you yeah. know, and I, I see, like I said, the bottle's already almost gone. <laughs> I, I want to say that one, uh, it has it's equally as smooth and not smooth. Almost it doesn't have that crazy. Mm-mm. It's really really low tame. Yeah uh, yeah yeah. Super approachable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was super. Because I was I was a little like oh man we're gonna drink tonight. Yeah and and our guest was into it. Yeah. So we just kept shot after shot and then Johnny's sister. Not, just we had were a baby. sipping. We well, don't shoot it. Yeah, we were yeah. sipping. <laughs> I apologize. Don't we were it, sipping homie. over and over, <laughs> and uh, yeah man we went we went to town. I think the ensemble is my favorite one. Oh, yeah? No. Like oh, you're one. over here? Yeah, nice. I think I like that That's one. That's people's favorite, too, man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't care. No, nah, nah, I like this one the yeah. best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing amazing with those two expressions. Uh, uh, this one, it's it's a little bit more interesting, you know, a little more sure. funky. Sure. Depends on your palate. But for me, personally, I, I my palate now, it's used to, like, the high-proof stuff, you know. Like Espadín, I love Espadín. But my palate now looks for something, you know, like more in your face. Give me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but for me, personally, I think this one is not as in your face, at yeah. least for my palate. No, it's more know. like a smoother, like a chill. Super, man. Like super elegant. And that's yeah. one of the reasons. Elegant's that, a great the, word the, for the, it. Yeah, the black bottle, you know, gives you the, the elegant feel. You guys can see the label. Even the texture of the label, the paper, it's completely different than the rest yeah. of the... I didn't, we didn't bring out Havali, but you can see the candle that we made out of the recycled it's bottle so that we cool. used. It's so cool, yeah. And it's uh, that's that's the the triple distilled wild Havali, and I wish I would have brought it, man. I, my bad. But that one's super funky, like really the taste is like almost like you know like like funky cheese, you know, like a little <laughs> earthiness, like tierra mojada. You know when you water your lawn and la tierrita mojada, it's a lot, and it's very long lasting. Uh, not only on the nose to smell it. 
but when you sip it, the the flavor lingers like por un buen rato. You know, How many different? It. I thought it was just these three. How many different mezcals do you, does Firme have? So far, we have five. 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 So five. These four One sitting plus... in a TJ warehouse right now. So we will be six by Dia de los Muertos by Halloween. Yeah, that one we'll is. We'll do a six. special drop. So what's yeah. the fifth one? Um, Ensemble de seis. Ensemble de seis. So it started off with Esparin, Ensemble de dos, two agaves. Then we did uh, Ensemble eh, oh, de, de, de seis. Or in between, hundred percent tovala, and then wild javali. So the one with the crazy six in it, Johnny's yeah. the one we're missing. That one. And, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, I I really enjoyed the fir, uh, the the one the first one we got uh, the as Asperin, and then the uh, tovala. That one was, this yeah, one. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. That's where you're at. That's yeah. where it's at. It, it's smooth. I'm, I'm oh, not crazy into dr- yeah. beer. Uh, I mean, to the heavy heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, like that one. I used to work a lot at uh, at. Uh, Broadway bar and that was a heavy whiskey bar and they're old fashions. That's what they were known mm-hmm. for. And fuck, I tried one of those, almost died. That definitely <laughs> tastes like gasoline and fire at the same time. <laughs> so it was a little rough, but uh, yeah, fucking try try uh, old fashioned with this man. Uh, yeah, it's... it will take your your old fashioned to a new level. <laughs> You know, it will mess you up, man, but it will take you <laughs> to a magical place. <laughs> Ready to make some bad decisions tonight. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, if you want to make a bad decision every Tuesday night, it's the West Coast Pop Log Podcast coming to you live from Compton Pigs Studios, Compton. 8 p.m. 8-ish. 8 p.m. 8-ish. <laughs> uh, thank <laughs> you guys for coming out, man. You can get it at firmemezcal.com. We'll check it out to you. Yep. But make sure to hit up your liquor store, even if you know they don't have it. Ask for it. Especially if they don't have it. Yes, that would be that would be huge, guys. Everyone out there, you know, just you know, support the homies here and yeah. go to your local bars, local restaurants, and and ask the local bartender, you know, liquor to, store owner for firme mezcal. I'm you going, know to, what? I'm going fact, to Circus Liquor in North Hollywood tonight. Matter of fact, <laughs> even if it's not local, bro, and you're just gonna stop somewhere and grab some, make sure to ask yeah, for it. Yeah, all the worldwide. Yeah, we got just keep asking. Yeah, and and thank you guys for you know for wearing the merch, man. Yeah, there's one thing that I like, and we've talked about this many times on the show. I enjoy merch. Yeah, because for a big dude, it's hard to find merch. You know what I'm saying? So when you can find something, it's always dope to to get merch. So you know, I hope you guys are making three XLs, four XLs. Absolutely. Because we're, <laughs> we're, hey, we're out there and we want to buy, bro. And because we want to look cool too. You know what I'm saying? We want to look dope. And this shit is dope. We were talking about it like a week ago. And we're like, damn. Because I saw some of the other uh, podcasts that won't be named because they're not number one live every Tuesday. Uh, but, you know, it, it, no, it, it's cool ass shit. Like you said, it. You guys aren't just thinking about the mezcal, which is the most important thing, of course. Yeah. yeah. Getting a great product out there, but there also has to be the rest of it. You That's know what right. I'm saying? The, the the like you said, the package. You want it to be attached to a feeling. That's yeah. Right. You know that tangible, like the ta- tangible item in your hand. It's important. Yeah. You know? And and that was the the also the approach for the paperback. It gives you the unboxing 100%. experience. You know. Yeah. The unboxing experience. You know. You you get it in your in, in your brown paper bag and. Just pulling it out, it gives you that it's feeling that you're unboxing, idea. you know? It's such a But not only idea. that, you take that to a party with that bag and that artwork. Right. People are like, oh, let me check out the bag first. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they get it in their head. Hey, where'd you get this? Sometimes just off of that, someone's going to buy it just because of the bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it's cool. And and that's all we want to do is be cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any any if if I may, bro. Uh, yeah. Any any artists out there, you know, send us a DM. We'll respond to all the DMs, emails. 
if you're an artist and, and you feel like we can do something, you know, together and collab, no, hit us up, man. You know, this is the whole approach for the iconic brown paper bag. That it's a, it's a, it's a clean template, you know, to to tell a story. You know, not only not only the homie in the back, but you know, whatever you as an artist might represent. You know, you're what, feeling what, what, what you're gonna, what what's feeling to you? It could yeah. be anything. And we're open for that. Why and then tell your do, story on the back. You know? Why don't we just do a Feed Me Mescal art show and I invite got, artists? Ooh, you know? I got, Come I got on. A couple I like that. Of, I, I like I that, man. That there's already I take down dudes notes, in my mind. Yeah. I, I like that. I already have dudes in my mind that I'm like, I know who I hey, am. Hey, Johnny comes from the, the tattoo world yeah. and uh, artist Yeah, yeah. World. You, so, you come from the marketing promotion yeah, events man. and all that stuff. I mean, that's a great idea, man. We like, we're down. 100%. It's all about giving back to the community, to the raza. If we can do a little grain of of you know what Firme can bring to the table, and 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 put together, a, you know, it could it could be whatever, man. Like a, it's, it start off as something small, but we can showcase up and coming artists, artists the two yeah. artists, muralists, you know, wh- whoever yeah. that might be, to Give come and showcase maybe two or three pieces, yeah, and walk and have people walk around and and, and listen to their story. While sipping on yeah. little mezcalito, you know. That'll and there's artists out there. You're gonna have different, different views and different ideas of what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bro, that's that's a, that's a yeah, it's, fucking it's, it's not about, idea. It's, yeah, it's not about like. <laughs> I like that. It's, See, it's, it's already it's already the mezcal juices, man. Right. Getting we're getting created. Magi- we're in that magical place right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not about See how quick that was. It's man? about creating. That's right. So it's gonna be the Fidel Mezcal. We're in the magical show, place. Let me you let me a little bit more of this, man. Yeah. But you know, hey. I promise I'm gonna leave the bottle behind. No, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, the empty bottle. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we know when we can get one. That's we know right. when we can get one. That's where we can get one. So that's bro. That's 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 a Really good freaking idea, yeah, man. Yeah, you no, know? bro. It's the only kinds we have here. Oh, you know, and, that's and, right. It's the only kinds we have. And, you know, because you know what? It's about it's about cross coming together and doing things and, and like you said, creating opportunities for other people creates great opportunities for you. Yeah. And that's what it's always been about. You know what I'm saying? And that's agree, what the West man. Coast is too. That's what Freedom and Scott is like. You keeping those people still putting on the labels by hand. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. still creating uh, that that you know what I'm saying that that opportunity for people. So there's so much more to come from Freedom in the Sky. I guarantee it. Follow them on Instagram. Make sure to hit them up on the website and get your bottle. All of them are good. I mean, I have my favorite now. And then also make sure to get the merch. They got some cool ass merch. And uh, make sure to ask for it. Even if they don't have it, make sure to ask. That's important. Yeah. You That's got important. A sh- you got a show. No, that show got canceled. Oh, oh <laughs> what the fuck, Johnny? Come on, I know. What a bummer. Well, you know what? At the Peter and Mescal Art Show, Johnny will be <laughs> yeah. performing at least a five-minute set of stand-up yeah, comedy. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys. got to open it up, man. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming out. We yeah, appreciate thanks, it. Guys. It's amazing. It's an amazing drink. You know, a spirit, I should say. And uh, yeah, man, we look forward to sharing this with future guests. And I hope every single one of you have a great night. And remember, Firme Mezcal is only Mezcal. Oh, Sip shit. it. Don't Sip shoot it. it eh? Sip it. Don't shoot it. <laughs> we out. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. 
coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California, featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores, comedian extraordinaire That Dude Johnny C, and Mr. I'll Do Anything for a Buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up! 